This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And even though this is called Taking the Plunge, it's really about the incremental steps, the cultivating awareness of what's happening in the moment, in the now, in the present moment um, that is impacting you and is influencing you, is um, part of your reality, part of your life that you may not be noticing or may be confused about or maybe not sure if it means that there's something wrong or something right. So these podcasts are help to help you um, empower you to, to clarify for yourself and discern for yourself what's going on. <laughs> when you're not sure, if you think it's something physical, definitely go have it checked out with your physician or your health practitioner so that you can be sure that there's nothing physically going on and that what you're experiencing is something that's mm, a de- detoxing or a purging or a purification process at the energetic vibrational level. Now, we don't, you know, we hear about that in sort of, I'm going to do air quotes of a woo-woo perspective, but we are vibrational beings. We are electric beings. We are energetic beings. And we don't um, interpret when things are happening in our physical body, we don't generally interpret that as an energetic response um, or an energy element of who we are and what we're about. We just think, well, there's something wrong and I better get it fixed, or I better take some medication, so that will fix it. But that actually doesn't allow our bodies, we don't, if we don't acknowledge our body's capacity to heal itself, then we don't make room for that to happen. And we um, will do things like take medication or uh, eat or do something that makes us distract from the experience that we're having. So in this particular podcast, I want to focus on that process of discerning, okay, is this a physical situation? Is this emotional? Where is this energy happening? And basically, it's happening on all levels and all realms. Uh, But usually, we begin to cultivate awareness, consciousness around what it feels like in our body, the physical or somatic response. So quite often, if, if I'm upset about something, I'm going to feel it in my body. I'm going to feel upset. The next stage, I'm going to do this very quickly, sort of. The next stage is our emotional self. And quite often, some people don't feel the physical, but they feel the emotional. I feel sad. I feel mad. I feel bad. um, I feel angry. uh, And then those emotions that go deeper, dread, despair, despondence, Lots of D <laughs> emotions that start with D. And um, so, you know, in terms of who we are, we feel like we are our physical self. But as we begin to expand our consciousness and our awareness, we begin to go, oh, I feel that in my physical body, but I also feel the emotion. Emotion, uh, I loved what Greg Braden said, en- emotion is energy in motion. So we feel the energetics and then we give it a name. I feel this energy and I call it sadness. I feel this energy, I call it happiness. I feel this energy, I call it despair. So we name these things based on the resonance that we feel. It's kind of interesting. And then what you'll feel is um, the mentalness of it. So it's like we feel the mentalness or we have a thought, oh, this is something. 
And we wanted to declare, okay, what is this? And try to bring clarity, mental clarity, and an understanding or intelligence to this process. And sometimes we can't do that. Maybe it just doesn't make sense. And I'll explain that in a second. And then there's the spiritual realm and the energetic realm. And it's been, it was interesting for me in this process of spiritual immersion to experience, first of all, that physical sense, a somatic sense of what I was feeling in my body. And then the emotional, you know, I felt sad, bad, mad, glad, joy, whatever that is that I felt on the emotional, the energetic emotion level. And then it got to a point, and it still gets to a point quite often, that it doesn't have a somatic sense to it, my body. It doesn't have an emotional name to it, but it's an energetic resonance or a vibration or a something that just doesn't match what I'm thinking I should be experiencing. So, for instance, um, uh, uh, a friend was trying to get a hold of me. Uh, a couple days ago, and she, um, I, I finally, she said, please call me, call, you know, what's, where are you, what's going on? And when I called her, she said, I'm worried about you. I, I was worried because I hadn't heard for you from you in a couple of hours. Well, I hadn't talked to this person for a couple of weeks, so it wasn't like I thought, oh, I better let her know I'm, you know, busy for two two hours. But she was worried, and uh, and so uh, she let me know, and you know, and I, pr- I appreciated that she was worried about me. But how I responded was kind of interesting. I mean, her, I just said thanks for worrying, and I was good, and that kind of stuff. But when I got off the call, I felt something, but that something wasn't like mad or sad or bad or glad. Um, it was felt like something else, and quite often, Alexa, pause. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, pause again. Alexa, stop. These funny things in our lives these days. So I didn't feel a physical sense. I just felt a resonance or a dissonance that wasn't in, in alignment with what made sense. So I realized that in the past, if a person said they were worried about me, I felt loved. And I would shift to, oh, I'm, a, I'm loved. They love me. And I would get very happy. And I go, oh, I'm happy. I'm loved. But the fact is, is that because they worried about me didn't necessarily mean that translated into how they cared for me. They cared about me. But how they cared for me, how they demonstrated their love, how they reflected that love, it didn't come across. So here I made the assumption that because they worried that I was loved, but how that love was translated didn't fit with me in how I experience love. So it got very confusing for decades, literally. And so when this person said, um, I worry about you and I can't get a hold of you, the first thing I did was interpret, oh, they love me. But the, re- the, the truth is, is that I know they love me, but the way that they love me or care for me is not in alignment with the resonance of truly feeling loved. Now, the reason I bring that up so clearly is because where in my being do I experience that dissonance of the interpretation my mind makes, oh, I'm loved with the this doesn't feel like love resonance. And 
this is where a lot of us are working stuff out for ourselves and it doesn't make sense in our logical mind. And that's a really important, <laughs> that's a big, big place that you'll be playing if you're doing this spiritual immersion process is you feel the dissonance, but you can't discern what that is or why it's there. It doesn't make sense. Quite often we want to make sense. Oh, here's why that's there. Here's why this is happening. And if we give it a mental, cognitive, intelligent response, it, we, make, we, we feel better about ourselves or we feel better about the circumstances as opposed to saying there's no answer here. This is just the way it is until it resolves itself as it does. And uh, so that's a big element. Now I use the word discernment here. Because quite often discerning is different than, oh, making, you know, making a choice. This is what it means, or this is what I'm going to do about this. It's like, I'm not sure what this is. I'm not sure what it's, I'm being told. I'm not sure what's happening to me. I'm not sure where this is going. And the ability to be comfortable with the discomfort of not knowing is a huge part of this process being comfortable with not knowing, being comfortable with perhaps the discomfort, the dissonance of this experience, um, and um, being okay with and having faith with, there's something here working itself out that I'm just going to let it be rather than try, try to fix it, try to control it, try to make it something. Just let it be, as the Beatles song <laughs> says, let it be. And in that process, then we become much more honoring and respectful of this unfoldingness of our being that is so much greater, so much bigger than who we know ourselves to be in this physical body. So as I came to, to say, okay, I, there's some dissonance here and I'm feeling into it and I'm kind of going through my database, like where's the source of this? And I think when I can do that, I feel... There's a part of me that feels very, very young that was trying to make sense of being part of a family that was very large and quite dysfunctional in many ways, and that love was not expressed as a genuine expression of love quite often. It was expressed as something else, most likely a manipulative <laughs> form of love. You know, I'll give you this if you give me that, or, you know, uh, whatever that that dynamic is in many families of what love should be or could be or needs to be versus love as an energetic vibration of itself. So in this process, I realized that there's a part of me that, that got triggered that's very, very young and can't make sense of somebody saying they love me, but that their actions do not represent love. Their actions do not um, demonstrate or is not a true true expression of love, the big L love as unconditional expression. It's something else. So there's a part of me that it's like we can't understand that from a mental perspective until we do, that there's this very young part of me and maybe even past life or whatever, parallel lives or ancestral, where it doesn't know how to be with the circumstance of someone saying, I love you and their actions don't fit that, those words. So me, myself, in here, this inner part of me is confused and working it out. And 
there's nothing to do. There's nothing to think. There's nothing. All there is to do is to let it be what it is and love that part and experience that part in its truest its truest expression, which is confusion, frustration, disappointment, sadness, insanity, because it's like some people say some things and then they don't follow up. There's an, in, there's an incongruency. Being with the incongruency of life, being incong- with the incongruency of, re- of communications, all of that. So that's a big part of this process of spiritual immersion is noticing these underlying qualities of being that is feels like a dissonance. It doesn't feel like a resonance, like a lovely hum, but something that's like more of an irritation or irritableness. And it's not necessarily in the physical body or the emotional body, but you can feel it. And sensing into that is really such a valuable experience of knowing yourself to greater and greater degrees. So that's pretty much it for today. If you have any questions uh, or comments, please feel free to email me at rosie at com. And I really encourage you, if you need support, I'm available for, for coaching around this. Or you may know people who are spiritual guides or therapists who work in this field. But don't hesitate to get yourself some form of uh, support, uh, uh, a spiritual a companion, uh, I call myself a, a thinking partner, uh, someone who can steward you through this process that you're going through. It's really, really valuable. And um, I, I've, I've had stewards and support all through my process. And I'm so grateful that I that reached out and, and uh, asked for the support that I, I did, I did receive. And it was so valuable. Uh, my website is theparadigmshifts.com. Feel free to visit and see what's there in terms of blogs, books, videos, and other offerings. And uh, I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Many blessings. Big hugs. Bye for now. 